Attention ASRM Today listeners, are you ready for the event of the year? Register now for the ASRM 2023 Scientific Congress and Expo, the premier conference for reproductive medicine happening in New Orleans, Louisiana, October the 14th through the 18th. Get ready to immerse yourself in cutting-edge scientific sessions, engaging workshops, and once-a-year networking opportunities. Discover the latest breakthrough in reproductive science, exchange ideas with industry leaders, and expand your clinical knowledge. With over 200 expert speakers and hundreds of exhibitors showcasing the latest advancements in reproductive technology, this is the event you cannot afford to miss. Mark your calendar and register now for ASRM 2023 New Orleans by visiting www.asrmcongress.org. On with the show. Welcome to ASRM Today, a podcast that takes a deeper dive into the current topics in reproductive medicine. I'm Jeffrey Hayes, and today on the show, my guest is Kim Bergman, PhD, a licensed psychologist since 1990 who has specialized in the area of gay and lesbian parenting, parenting by choice and third-party assisted reproduction for over two decades Dr. Bergman has created a comprehensive psychological screening, support, and monitoring process for intended parents, surrogates, and donors. Dr. Bergman served as a founder and past chair of the LGBTQ Special Interest Group, is on the ASRM corporate board, and is a member of the executive committee of the Mental Health Professional Group. Dr. Bergman, welcome to ASRM today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. So for our audience, and because you're a first-time <laughs> guest here on ASRM today, can you tell us a little bit about how you became interested in the mental health profession? Well, in general, in the mental health profession, I was a psychology major in undergrad and went straight into graduate school into a PhD program and got my PhD in clinical psychology, had a practice. What may be more interesting is how I became involved in third-party reproduction and the fertility and reproduction field. Um, which was a total accident, actually. I was a busy psychologist and a friend had a baby through a gestational carrier and an egg donor. And another friend wanted to do it. And sort of, you know, back then, this is early 90s. It wasn't as straightforward as it is now. and, And it wasn't as easy for gay men. And someone asked me if I would help. And I said, sure, I don't really know how what I can do, but let me help. I'm a psychologist. I'm happy to help. And it just kind of went from there. Uh, it was a happy accident, but it became such, there was such a high demand for people wanting to have children through third-party assisted reproduction and for mental health professionals helping them that it quickly became my full-time career and I haven't looked back. So very grateful because it's much, it's a very gratifying part of being a mental health professional can be hard and can be dealing with a lot of people in despair. And in this field, it's, there's a lot of satisfaction and happy endings. So so you would say then the gratification really comes from the connection that you're able to make. Yes. Connecting with people, but also, you know, being even a very small part of some of their biggest dreams coming true. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the success rates are really high. So most people who seek to have children through third-party assisted reproduction are going to, and it's really gratifying to be a part of that. 
You have written quite a bit in your career, and I was curious about one in particular book. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about your book, Your Future Family, The Essential Guide to Assisted Reproduction? What was that writing journey? Uh, <laughs> well, the journey to that book was literally like a brain dump of everything I knew. And, you know, I, I've been doing this now for almost three decades and, you know, exclusively for at least the last, well, 20 years, 25 years. And so I sought to answer the questions that clients ask me and, you know, to really dive into that a pretty deep well of knowledge to, to really help people going through this process. And I specifically wrote the book as almost like a, a do it yourself. Not that I recommend people do that, but that this book could be a companion guide for anybody going through assisted reproduction specifically doesn't really address my own company and my own professional, um, you know, my professional affiliations, but rather it should be, and I hope it is a guide for anybody going through this process from the thought process to what the mechanics of it, the psychological sequelae, the cost, the risk, the benefits, the future. And, you know, for me, it was also a bit of a, a a legacy project because I do feel like at this point in my career, I know a lot about this field and it, it felt like a really nice way to put it all down on paper. So it was really re- remarkably easy to write because I, I really kind of just spoke the whole book and then edited it and made it nicer and, you know, and, and with some help with certainly with a lot of help in, in terms of wordsmithing and and editing, but yeah, so it was a great labor of love and I enjoyed it immensely. And I, I give it to all my clients and I hope other people use it as well. And that, you know, that people are able to find some comfort and, and companionship in their journey by reading the book. Absolutely. And, and speaking of, you, you mentioned your company. What Can you tell us a little bit about that, a little bit about your sure. company? Sure. I'd love to. I'm one of the senior partners and owners at Growing Generations, and we are a an agency that does surrogacy and egg donation for all people who need it. We've been around for about 27, 28 years, since the mid-90s. And you know we've helped thousands of people have, have babies. It's my third baby. I have two adult children, I would say, growing generations. And growing generations is about the same age. So it's kind of funny. My kids are 24 and 27. Growing generations is is it's just about the age of my oldest daughter. And it is definitely my third child. Wonderful. I want to turn our attention uh, while I have you to the mental health professional group. Definitely. Um, what are some of the pressing concerns that the MHPG is addressing in 2023? I think one of the biggest concerns and focus of the mental health professional group, of which I'm currently the chair, is increasing diversity and access. You know, we have a lot of clients and families and people that were out there helping who come from a very diverse background, but in the mental health professional field inside of our practice and in this niche of mental health professionals, there are not a lot of of di- there's not as much diversity as there could be. And, you know, we, we would really like the professionals to reflect the population and, you know, to have people feel really comfortable with the people who are serving them. So we're working really hard. We had a wonderful, amazing diversity task force that created some 
guidelines and has is working hard to implement some programming. We've done some in-services and some different kinds of educating to look at the disparities and to really try to make ourselves aware and educate ourselves to be culturally competent and to attract people into our field who are from a very diverse background, from all different professions inside the mental health world and from different ethnicities and different walks of life in different parts of the country and and like that. Um, We're always looking to increase our membership. We are, I think we are the largest professional group. We have 702 members as of yesterday, and we're pretty proud of that. We have a very active membership who are on lots and lots of working committees, um, who are doing lots of research, who are presenting lots of courses, and we have a lot of We work hard at educating ourselves and then in sharing what we know from our perspective as mental health professionals, sharing that into the greater community at ASRM so that all, you know, professionals working in this space are able to benefit from our special niche within the space. I've been here with ASRM now for nine years, and I initially started here in the education department uh, working on the, on the uh, uh, modules that we used to put together. Mm-hmm. And I know that we worked very closely with the MHPG uh, mm-hmm. all the time in developing a number of a number of educational materials and continue to do so. Is the MHPG involved in in the upcoming Congress this year that will, will be in New Orleans? Is there any, I don't, I don't yeah. know whether we're all finishing things up right now, but is there I, anything I, you can tell I, us about? Yes, I can actually tell you a lot. We, um, one of the things we are really good at at Mental Health Professional Group is creating our courses and our program and, you know, managing all of that. So um, we have a really robust program in New Orleans in October, and I would be happy to walk you through the program real quick. Actually, the very first course is a course I'm chairing called Heal or Heal Thyself. It's self-care in an ever-changing field, and that is meant to help people, not just mental health professionals, but all of us sort of cope with the field we're in, which is high stakes and high pressure and uh, you know a lot of emotion. We have a course on sexual health and treatment. We have courses on cultural diversity. We have courses on sharing bad news, breaking bad news. We have courses uh, navigating the uncertainty of infertility, medical and psychological issues for fertility preservation for transgender folks. We have a course on working with young people with PCOS beyond birth control. We have a course that will focus on male couples and family building. We have several roundtables that will be provided for professionals. We have a course on grief and the ethics of grief treatment. We have a course on cultural competency. And we have a course on using a known or egg donor when using a family member and what that entails. So there's a pretty wide range. Those are the mental health professional courses. We also have mental health professionals involved in multiple other courses as well that may have a different focus, but where there's going to be a voice of a mental health professional to lend an ear. That is wonderful. And I, I have to be honest, every year I get to sneak around and duck into different courses and to, into rooms and presentations and MHPG always just provides such wonderful educational opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and this year sounds like it, it'll be the same, no different. My guest today has been Kim Bergman. We've been talking about all things MHPG and just mental health profession in general. Dr. Bergman, thank you so much for being able to take time out to be on ASRM today. 
Oh, my absolute pleasure. Happy to do it. Love to come back, talk about other things, you know, come back to me. I, I love to share. This is a really great field and I'm, I'm very proud and honored to be a part of it. We will have to get you back on soon <laughs> then. You can subscribe, rate, and uh, review the show on Apple Podcasts, Google or wherever you get your media from. I'm not the media police. You can do what you want uh, as you listen to these shows. Uh, if you have questions for me or for our guests, you can email me, asrm at asrm.org. And until next time, I'm Jeffrey Hayes, and this is ASRM Today. This concludes this episode of ASRM Today. For show notes, author information, and discussions, go to asrmtoday.org. This material is copyrighted by the American Society for Reproductive Medicine and may not be reproduced or used without express consent from ASRM. ASRM Today series podcasts are supported in part by the ASRM Corporate Member Council. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of ASRM and its affiliates. These are provided as a source of general information and are not a substitute for consultation with a physician.